A reading from the book of Leviticus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, If someone has on his skin a scab or pustule or blotch which appears to be the sore of leprosy, he shall be brought to Aaron, the priest, or to one of the priests among his descendants. If the man is leprous and unclean, the priest shall declare him unclean by reason of the sore on his head. The one who bears the sore of leprosy shall keep his garments rent and his head bare, and shall muffle his beard. He shall cry out, Unclean, unclean. As long as this sore is on him, he shall declare himself unclean, since he is in fact unclean. He shall dwell apart, making his abode outside the camp. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. Blessed is he whose fault is taken away, whose sin is covered. Blessed the man to whom the Lord imputes no guilt, in whose spirit there is no guile. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. Then I acknowledge my sin to you, my guilt I covered not. I said I confess my faults to the Lord, and you took away the guilt of my sin. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. Be glad in the Lord, and rejoice, you just, exalt you all you upright of heart. I turn to you, Lord, in time of trouble, and you fill me with the joy of salvation. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Avoid giving offense, whether to the Jews or Greeks or the church of God, just as I try to please everyone in every way, not seeking my own benefit, but that of the many, that they may be saved. Be imitators of me, as I am of Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. A leper came to Jesus and kneeling down begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him and said to him, I do will it, be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately and he was made clean. Then warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. He said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go show yourself to the priest and offer... For your cleansing, what Moses prescribed, that will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus reaching out to touch the leper and heal him, cleanse him, is a hearkening back to the book of Genesis. So you look at the parables, uh, the story of creation. God willed the world to be made so that the world could share in the goodness that God was experiencing from all eternity in the Trinity. And then God willed Adam to be made, Adam and Eve, mankind. And he willed Adam and Eve to be made in his own image. And then look at Jesus saying, I do will it be made clean what he says to the leper. So Jesus' own desire is what brings the leper life, new life, brings him restoration into the community. Uh, Adam was touched by God. God reached out and uh, formed Adam with his hands and then breathed life into him. Jesus, again, reached out and touched the leper. Uh, So there's something physical here. Uh, It's not all... Well, and then before we get to the fall, um, Adam 
when he's given this life, is able to see God uh, face to face. He loves God uh, with a pure heart. The leper, when he's cleansed, sees Jesus. He sees God the way Adam saw God. Think of the beatitude that, that Jesus gives. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they will see God. Uh, so Adam and this the, the leper, the restored leper, have a pure heart. They see God. Now, it's not all roses in the, in the garden. Um, even with God and Adam seeing each other and the leper and Jesus seeing each other, uh, there's still kind of dangers out there. So God warns Adam sternly about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He tells him, don't do this. Don't eat from that tree. Just like Jesus, after he restores the leper, doesn't just give him a hug and say, have a good day, but he warns him sternly, those are the exact words from Mark, to tell no one anything. That is, don't give people knowledge of, of the real tree of life. That's not yet to come. That'll come in time, Jesus is basically saying. So don't eat from the tree of knowledge. Don't, tell, don't, don't pull from the, the tree of, of Christ, the knowledge. Now, they're, they're both disobedient, but this is where the, the parallels sort of break apart. Adam and Eve eat from the tree because they want this thing for themselves. Okay, they don't trust in God. They desire it for themselves. That's what like lust is. Okay, possession. The leper is disobedient, not because he doesn't trust in God and trying to possess something for himself. He's not trying to become famous, but he's so overjoyed with the good news that he's been cured and that Jesus is, is God on the, on the face of the earth that he has, to, he has to spread it. He shares it. So it's not an evil act on the leper's part. It's like the angels, you know, they announce the good news to the shepherds in the field about, about heaven. Heaven always has to ring out the, the praise of God. And this moment in time here with the leper is heaven on earth. It's the new Garden of Eden. So the leper has to go out and proclaim it. It's a very beautiful scene. Now, we are the leper. Okay, we are the ones who are unclean. Now, notice the leper doesn't, when he states his case, he doesn't say, heal me of my leprosy or restore me to the community. He just says, if you, if you wish, you can make me clean. So clean is much broader than just being healed of the leprosy because, you know, you see the leper recognizes that his humanity is broken. Now, we, we think because of the first reading and, you know, those who are afflicted with leprosy have to declare themselves unclean, you know, that the primitive Old Testament society saw leprosy as, uh, you know, kind of a self fault um, that you're a sinner you you brought this upon yourself God is punishing you for your sin there's a connection we think that the Old Testament people make be, between personal guilt slash personal sin and the disease but that wasn't the case even even they didn't think that leprosy is in fact the result of sin but not personal guilt or personal sin it's the result of what the sin of Adam and Eve the fall when Adam and Eve eat the apple, they lose their you know, bodily integrity, it was called, and they are now susceptible to disease, illness, decay. They can age and get old and, and whatnot. They didn't have that before. 
So the point of the book of Leviticus, so this is God's law telling Moses, hey, you got you to gotta tell these lepers, they've got to declare themselves unclean. God is not unfair or unjust, but it's a reminder to the people that, yeah, our humanity is still broken. And we're not right yet. We're still weak and susceptible to, to sin and, and susceptible to disease and, and decay and so forth. So it's, it's more about the leper being a sign to the people of the people's brokenness and their need for God rather than like the leper just being unfortunate and you know, being accused of personal guilt and sin. That's not what's going on there. So we are the leper. Okay, now we're not talking about our personal sin and personal guilt, even though we don't do have that, but that's not the point of the stories this weekend. That's for another occasion. But we all have a fundamental weakness about us. We're not perfect. We're not gods. Even though society tries to tell us that we are, that you know, we, we're right and we're entitled and all these things. No, we're broken. We fight. We have uh, diseases. You know, we get cancer and Alzheimer's and... Uh, there's things that you know people do that hurt us, um, and it's not your fault because of that. But what the point is to not think that we're perfect, but in acknowledging our weakness, like the leper, then we go to Jesus. All right, and Jesus is the only one who can save us. That's why we need to be reminded of our weakness. That's why we need to acknowledge, hey, I'm unclean. I'm unclean, Lord. If you will, you can make me clean. That puts us in, in relationship with God. God then will reach out, Jesus, and when we're praying, when we're, especially when we're receiving the sacraments of the Eucharist, and he'll make us clean. So then the story doesn't end there. This is the last part. The leper goes out and, and tells everyone, Jesus, after Jesus heals the leper, he says, go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. Whenever Jesus says go throughout the Gospels, and he says it a lot, there's a sense of the mission. Go. Uh, go and sin no more. Go and do likewise. All right. uh, go to the apostles, he, he tells Mary Magdalene, and tell them the news about the resurrection. It's the exterior movement. You have to go out. You've got to tell people. You've got to proclaim the good news. You've got to be an evangelist. Now, Jesus will also say throughout the Gospels, come. When he says, come, come to me, come away apart from yourselves and, and pray. Come is the, the interior movement. He's saying, don't go out and do, do more work, but be with me in prayer. So he says both. Here he's telling the leper, go out. So he's telling us too, when, we're, when we experience that cleansing with God, when we come to him in prayer and we're healed, he's going to send us out to show, to show to others, hey, Jesus saved us, saved me. The descendants of Adam and Eve fought and killed one another. Think of Cain and Abel. Our descendants, hopefully, will do the opposite, not take life, but give life, bring others to Jesus Christ. Amen.